Welcome to Didn't See That Coming, the podcast where we discuss those moments in life that we didn't see coming. We are so glad you're here. Buckle up because here come your hosts, Erica, Emily, Tara, and Dana. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to season two, episode 15. I don't want your help. (laughs) We're going to jump right into this week's business, Erica. It was boring. My week was nice and boring. I love it. Um, But I spent the week before this week worried about my Sunday television, which is my new obsession. And now I'm still worried because my husband and I are deep in the show Euphoria. Oh, Oh, dang. I heard it's crazy. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. And now it's all I think about all day long. I, like, watch Euphoria, like playback that things good? it's so it's good it's super popular it's kind of triggering like i think about you a lot dana and i'm like mm, dana should not watch this because it's like yeah i'm not high school kids <laughs> who are doing things that no high school kid should be doing There's which like, all the high school kids the, which are doing. they're all doing exactly <laughs> so but um my favorite character's life is in limbo so I will let you know what happens. We'll find out Sunday if he makes it. Oh, dang. So pray for me and Fez. <laughs> <laughs> Tara, what about you? Um, so President's Day, the oh, yeah, kids President's had off. Day. Yeah. So we decided to go all go see a movie, and I was like, "What movie could we all see that everybody would like kind of be into?" So we saw Uncharted nice. with Tom Holland. And Ooh. it was fun. With Alan's had, boyfriend. Uh, yeah, right. I had no idea what it was about. Nathan was even like, do you know what this movie is about? I'm like, no, no idea. So okay. when we sat down and saw like the um, Indiana Jones previews, I'm like, that's weird. Tara was they 100% sh- in. <laughs> I was 100% in, but I was like, why are they showing Indiana Jones? That's weird. And then it's like a full on Indiana Jones like movie. And it was so good. I loved it. Like we all loved it. I think we all were in it. Was it was really cute. It was great. Good, I'm glad you guys. Yeah, Alan, yeah, so Alan wanted yeah I to have see no idea what it's about. When Alan wanted to see it, she's all, it's based on a video game. I was yeah. like, tell your dad. A yeah. video game. It oh, is. It is, it is based on video game, but it's very much like Indiana Jones, like, you know, grab the jewels and replace it for the treasure and like try to get away with, you know, getting Ooh. all the jewels. And so it's very much the same idea. And but with Tom, Tom Holland. Holland, he's such a great actor. It was real cute. It was yeah. all entertaining. It was great. It was good. such a good movie. Nice. So that was fun. That yeah, was fun. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Nice. Yeah. What about awesome. you, Miss Dana? Well, you know, You've I've been dealing with um, Lexi and mm-hmm. um, her outrageousness of being... Her eu- euphoria <laughs> behavior. Her <laughs> euphoria <laughs> behavior, her out-of-control behavior. This is how bad it's gotten that I actually contacted her dad. Vol- <laughs> Voldemort? It, Voldemort. If, if I have to contact the ex for help, you know it's bad. <laughs> he knows it bad. it's bad. She knows it's bad. Seriously. Yeah. So we all Boy. sat down over dinner and had a deep, deep talk. And I think she finally realizes that she has to get her shit, shit together shit or real. she is definitely going to boarding school. And oh. I think we kind of drilled down that like how expensive it is. And if you can get it together and we don't have to spend that money on boarding school, we can get you a car. We can do all kinds of nice things she's for on, you. I'm, I'm all better. Yeah. There's <laughs> a car. I'm, I'm good. Right. So she's actually trying, I think so. Hopefully nice. she will make good decisions from here on out. She's like, I want to go, but I'm not ready. I'm like, Lexi, you don't understand that if you don't want to go, there 
you're still going. Like, I have full control over you until right. you're 18. You don't get a choice. Yeah. There are transport services that will restrain you in the van and take you. Like, and I'm not going to wait until choice. you're like, oh, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah exactly. By the time you're ready, you're not going to need it. <laughs> right. Nobody's ready for that shit. Nobody's ready for a baby. Nobody's ready to get married. It just, you got to jump and go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was well, it. Well, How, keep, keep us posted. I will, for sure. How about you, Emily? Oh my gosh, for a short week, it was quite a dumpster fire. You had quite a rough week, too. <laughs> quite a dumpster Dang. fire. Oh my good night. Every, like, Monday we had off, Tuesday we had an in-service day. In-service, we had, like, three parents show up at the door. We're like, no, we're not we're here. Like, we're so Oh no, like, that would be me. I missed the memo. <laughs> You're all, but can I just still leave her? I know. Yeah, I'm like, she can do the meeting. You and your baby are real cute, but you got to go. Um, and then drop like, your baby off and get out of here. <laughs> exactly. And then we had a full day Wednesday and it was like our first full day back because some of ours have been staying home, you know, with the numbers so high and yada, yada, yada. So all of a sudden we had all eight and all of us were like, oh my God, there's babies <laughs> everywhere and they just keep coming. Um, but it was like, it was nice to like get back in routine and that kind of thing. And then Thursday we had a two hour delay. Yep. Oh my oh, gosh, damn yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Now as we soon s- as you grab a routine and oh, go. Really? Oh my gosh. It's insane because like me, I, there's four teachers in my classroom and two of us have elementary school kids. So we're like, we won't be there when the kids get there because right. our kids aren't in school yet. Right. Because ours delay. isn't like a true two hour delay. It's a whole mess. So then like I'm rushing in and then they all get there the minute they go down for a nap. Oh gosh. But every other day, lay down and sleep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And every other day when they get there, they play for two hours before they go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So these babies are like, what the hell? So all the babies are like, it's not nap time. It's party time. (laughs) Exactly. I got party time for two hours before I go to bed. Like three of the parents were like, (laughs) "Um, pull out glow sticks. It says on their paper they didn't have an AM nap. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, you should have lived yeah. it. <laughs> it was just bananas. Like, they were super happy, but they were, like, kind of, like, Wired. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then every assistant I had would, like, I have an emergency phone call and, like, walk out. I'm like, Wait, Come that's back. what the three, just, the three last <laughs> ones just said. And then I had, like, my practicum student came, and she got an emergency phone call. Oh, my gosh. And she was supposed to do her observation, oh and her... <laughs> Did you put your phone on silent? Are we the ones under attack? I know. And her (laughs) professor that was supposed to do her observation, it's like her last day. Got an emergency phone call? Her kid's school got closed because it's two inches of snow. Oh, no. So she's like, "Um, we're going to have to do it over Zoom. I'm like, so I have to find a laptop. Find out if it even has Zoom on it. Figure, find a baby and put her in a room with this computer. (laughs) Here, baby, get on Zoom. Yeah. And then the baby was like, I don't want to go near her. So she just like <laughs> sat there and she's like so nervous. I'm like, well, I'm not going to force this. Oh, oh, it was geez. like oh, putting out funny. fires the whole time. And then my <laughs> boss crazy. is like, I need to talk to you. I was like, oh, God. Can this wait no. till next week? No. I was like, okay. So it's just been like a crazy, Oy. crazy like, week. Yeah. That is a just, crazy week. And I'm like, it was only three days, guys. Right. I know. <laughs> Why is this what? nuts? What happened? I don't understand. What happened? We should have had a two-hour delay last time it snowed, and this time seemed right? like mm-hmm. nothing. I don't understand it. And every time I'm like, oh, I just love to sleep in. It's so nice. <laughs> and then I get to work, and I'm like, well, I'm worth it. Not worth it. Nope, not this worth is it. Should have got up. <laughs> so we are going to do a new segment. I proposed this last night to the ladies because there's some stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on, actually. Um. 
and we everybody was all in. Um, we're going to call it What's the Tea, Christine, which is a <laughs> reference to RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, basically, if something big comes up in the news that maybe personally affects us or that one of us wants to kind of talk about, we're going to just do a little short segment about it. So this one jumped out at me because, well, it's terrifying, right, Emily? Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to get Emily's take on these two things. Well, let me tell you what we're talking about. There's two scary bills being passed. One of them just got passed today, in fact. Uh, in Texas oh, and in Florida. Sick. So the Texas bill is, I'm going to try and read it so I don't mess this up. The governor, his name's Greg Abbott, a.k.a. Satan, told state health agencies that transgender-specific health care, such as puberty-blocking drugs provided to children, should be classified as child abuse under the existing law and reported. So parents can go... Parents of trans kids who give them puberty-blocking drugs can go to jail. And then in Florida, the law they're calling it Don't Say Gay is the bill. And it would not only block the teachers in Florida from talking to the kids about sexual orientation or gender identity in schools, um, and parents would be able to take legal action against the teacher if they do talk about it, But also, if a kid talks to the teacher about their sexual orientation, it requires the school or the teacher to inform the parents within six weeks of learning a student is not straight. So one is very trans-centered. The other one is, you know, all LGBTQIA plus centered. So, Emily, I'm going to let you start. What do you, what do you, we can all jump in. This is for all of us to discuss, but. I just think it's so reckless, and I think it's so dangerous for those kids. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. only people that suffer from these bills being passed are the kids, Mm -hmm. and they had no vote. Yeah, exactly. They had no voice in any of it. And school is supposed to be this safe place, and there are so many things already happening to kids in school. I mean, take Lexi, for example. She's already under such stress, like yeah. just completely from peers, entirely from peers. And if we take away that safe adults, you know, and we take away those rights of the teachers right. to not be there for those kids and reach out to those kids that are dealing with stress of their peers on top of family stress, you know, even if your family is completely accepting, right, there's still stress about it. There's still trauma. There's still... Still scary. Transition. There's still all these things that you're going to need an ally. You're going to need someone to talk to. And if we take away those teachers' rights to do that, then we are taking away the teacher's ability to teach that kid. That kid's not going to learn. That kid's not going to be able to learn algebra if they are so upset and so traumatized and so, so scared the teacher's going to tell their parents. Terrified of, and, you know, and if they're not able to, um, you know, openly discuss it at school or openly discuss it with somebody who is completely, you know, separate from their family. Right. Um, and able to... I don't know, offer that unbiased opinion and yeah. just offer information. And as a teacher, how scary like, is it if you find out and you know that if you tell this kid's parents, what about the parents that are happen? completely not accepting? Yeah. 
it's super scary as a te- as an educator, right? Yeah. It, it, terrifying. And yeah. everyone knows the hierarchy of needs. Yeah. They need food and water and breath and shelter right. and love before they will ever learn anything. Need education. Right. Yeah. They won't, you know, they, <laughs> if I surveyed right now how many teachers have granola bars or toothbrushes in their desk. 99%. Yeah. And the other one's a brand new teacher. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because it, it, you know, once yeah. you have that kid in your class and you're like, he comes hungry every single day at school. Yes, he gets breakfast in the cafeteria. That's not enough. At 10 o'clock, he needs something else. But for him to focus. So for what him do to, you think is the purpose of them crazy. passing this bill? Do you think that it's... Fear. Hmm. I think it's fear. It's the same thing with the idea that parents say, oh, I don't want my son playing dress up. I don't want my son wearing dresses. I don't want them playing with baby dolls. Why not? Because they go, I don't want them to be gay. And you're like, okay, but what about becoming a good dad? What about becoming an obstetrician? Mm -hmm. What about becoming, (laughs) you know, like someone who advocates for foster care? There are so many other options Mm -hmm. besides, you know, besides that. And that only speaks to their fear of what that means and what that, and as a parent of a trans kid, that was my first feeling and emotion was fear. Was fear. Because I know it's not an easy road. I know it's not going to be a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. I know middle school is miserable without all that, mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. any question of your, you know, what if somebody finds out on a date? What if you, there's all these things that we fear as parents and obviously your kid being gay is not going to be, a you know, walk. the yeah. straight and narrow. It's not going to be the head, the head of the football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Could be. You know what I mean? But in their head, it's not. And it's just so close-minded, and I think it's not. Yeah. It's so dangerous for those kids to be, and suicide rates are going to skyrocket. Skyrocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. In Without support. Texas and Florida. Absolutely. Yeah. Without support, those kids will not last Mm -mm. it'd be interesting to see the statistics on that i erica you go i know i want you guys i want you guys to jump in i have a huge problem with them saying that it's the parents fault or it's a um it's a child abuse situation or a child neglecting situation or like all of that like that's so damaging and it's so like it has nothing to do with the parent at all if anything that's like so harmful to even bring that up or to even like suggest that if anything like these parents are being as supportive supportive. and as as there for their child as anyone can be and because they could even be just asking for information about blockers or hormones or what this looks like for their kid and suddenly they're put on some list yeah and they go to can go to jail you know what i mean like it's it's not, they're not going to ask, not, that's, and then they're going to go into it blind. Yeah. Dana, you got to so go visit Emily in jail. I'm it's not, not doing that it. <laughs> they put her in jail for yeah. this? I mean, you'll be in jail right scary. next to me. I'll right? be in jail for whoever put you in jail <laughs> for murder. As far as our group goes, I'm probably the most conservative. Like I do, I get why parents want to use um, hormone blocking drugs for puberty. I get it, but my personal opinion is that you should let them develop and I get why they do it 
I get that it makes it harder down the road if this is who they really am. But I, my personal opinion is just that let nature take its course and give them an opportunity to see who they really are. That doesn't matter though. The point is that that's the parent's choice. That is not the government. That is not the teachers. That is not, and you're setting, like Emily said, they're setting these kids up for failure. You're yeah. setting them up for suicide. And it's not neglect. It's not parents that are not loving their kids. Yeah. They, but keep, they should like, have the choice over that. That's not, it's a case by case, kid by kid. I just, I think that and they there's plenty of abuse the right. that they should be focusing on. Seriously. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. There's plenty of actual neglect and yeah. abuse that they should be when focusing on. Yeah. Absolutely. What about suicide rates? Why not Absolutely. start there Let's instead of it. such a severe yeah. problem with school shootings in our country with um, bullying, with so many other issues? Drugs. Why are we so yeah. adamant about focusing on sexual orientation right now when there's so <laughs> many like other things? feels like it should be towards the bottom of the list. Yeah, like point. really, you should not be punishing teachers for being a sounding board for these kids. Right. Let them be there for the kids. These kids can't always talk to the parents. Even right. though we want to be there for them, they don't want to tell us everything. Yeah, let even them, the ones that can talk to us don't tell us everything. Yeah, let yeah. them have a, have somebody that can be real with them and just talk to them because sometimes that's all they need to yeah. keep them from shooting themselves. Right. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Like, Erica, you yeah. want to hear yeah. your opinion? I mean, I think, uh, like Dana said, she's probably the most conservative. I'm probably the most liberal of the group. And I think we both feel the same way. I think we both feel like this is not... First of all, I hate it when governments try to even figure out what schools should do. I think they should ask the teachers what the teachers should do. It's Amen. the same with school boards to telling the teachers what the teachers should do. Let the teachers tell us what we should They're do. They're the educators. You guys They're are with smarter than we are. We don't yeah. have to deal with children. Thank God. Yeah. Like, I do not ever want to be a teacher because kids nope. are the actual worst. Absolutely. Um. So... On top of the government trying to always tell us what to freaking do all the time, right. <laughs> um, tell the teachers what to do, I, these kids are just, they're just who they are. Like, who would choose this? I just, you know, I'm of the firm believer that you're born gay, you're born trans, you're born this way. So this kid's born like this, and now you're going to tell him, don't say a word or you're going to be in huge trouble and or so your, your parents. parents could go to jail. I, I have to say, like, even if you don't feel like you're born a certain way and you're discovering yourself and you're going through puberty, right? Like we have a lot of middle schoolers right now that are going ugh, they're the through worst. and trying to s discover things. Even if you don't feel like I was born this way, like you're still trying figure to figure, figure, out. figure out yourself, out right? You yeah, exactly. So you need that space to be able to grow right. and feel and understand and have people support you and like answer all your questions and be like, yes, I get what you're going through and let me help you right. understand this or, or this is my opinion and this is your opinion. Like the Texas law is so upsetting because it's punishing the parents who are giving yeah, those kids. Right. Right. Because right. literally what hormone blockers does is allow them a few more years right to Give figure it out right and so those parents are saying right here here's this no. magical gift i can give you where you get three or four more years to say yep this is my actual road right. or nope that's not my road yeah. and those parents are going to jail instead of the parents who will disown their kids them, or throw them out yeah, or, or put them on the street emily do you want to close or do you want me to close that do you want to just close it up i just feel for those kids yeah i and hope those that teachers. they and those parents, I cannot imagine having 
CPS show up <gasps> and fault me for affirming your kid. who my kid is yeah. and encouraging my kid to yeah. love who they are, yeah. every part of who yeah. they are. Hopefully those families will move out of the state. Come to New Mexico. We love you. Um, I don't so, know yeah, if it's public good. knowledge, but there is a group that is um, already receiving kids from Texas. Nice. To wow. support them. Nice. Perfect. Hmm. Um, so They're yeah, seeking we're gonna, refuge from We're going to keep well. doing this. Um, maybe next week we'll try and delve into the, if we're world still War here, III, if we haven't been we're nuked, talk about? <laughs> we might delve into the fact <laughs> that there is no World War III. <laughs> so, but yeah, I kind of like us, if somebody sees something in the news that you're like, ooh, want to discuss, we'll go back to what's the tea, Christine. Right. Nice. Erica, it's yes, your, uh, it's didn't see me. that coming, girlfriend. Let's yes. hear it. All right. So I want to talk about how this podcast was almost only three people <laughs> and not four. Yikes. <laughs> it would never have she been a podcast. Let's be serious. <laughs> so, I mean, it would have been for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. And then Tara would be like, are we doing podcasts? <laughs> Rock, Remember paper, that? and scissors need our glue. <laughs> um, so... We're going to go way, way back to 2008. Back in the day. Right? It was a few months after... We're going to talk about my birth story. Not my birth. I don't know when... I can't remember that story. <laughs> but Alan's birth. Um, we could have your mom on. No, thank you. Okay. Um, I'm good. So it was a few months after Mike and I got married and we started like talking babies. And I had always heard... I don't know if this is what everybody had heard, but I had always heard this. That if you had been on birth control pills for more than 10 years, mm -hmm. it took like a minimum of a, of a year for it to get out of your system right. so you could get pregnant. Yeah. And as I we just that discussed too. that I was a little bit of a hussy. I was not <laughs> sure. She's a slutty. I was slutty. <laughs> uh, so I had been on birth control since I was 15. Once so, upon a time not long exactly. ago. Exactly. <laughs> It was long ago, though, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Now she's abstinent. <laughs> she got things backwards. I'm, I'm she's married, and now she's abstinent. <laughs> I'm a born-again virgin. <laughs> so I had been on birth control since I was, like, 15. So I was, like, I don't, I'm, like, 20, almost 30. So I was, like, it's going to take at least a year. We better, like, stop. So we talked about it, and we're, like, okay, we'll stop. Then we'll get pregnant in a year, and then we'll have a baby. Uh, a month later, I was pregnant. <laughs> so a moral, month later. Uh, that's a whole ass wives table tale. <laughs> you can go outside with your hair wet and you won't get sick and you can get pregnant in a month. So and you can sit real close to the TV, won't go crazy. Yep. No, nope. no, nope. <laughs> and carrots don't help eyesight. So right these down. Our, um, actually <laughs> write all these down. Um so first four months of pregnancy were normal, fine. I was gaining normal amount of weight. I, and she met me. I met Emily. I met Emily right when I found out I was pregnant. Um, I had like almost no morning sickness, which was amazing. The God, I hate you. smell of deodorant laundry detergent was fucking gross. And all I wanted to eat was corn dogs. Right, Emily? <laughs> awesome. I had never had a corn dog in my whole life. And I was constantly at hot dog on the <laughs> stick That's so funny. and sausage all a yeah just normal pregnant lady shit <laughs> so, <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> so in january we went to chicago for i think it was kyle's bat mitzvah um the minute we got on the plane my feet swelled which is kind of normal because of the sunburn thing that we'll probably talk about in a later episode because i decided that's going to be another didn't see that coming um 
So I still... I think you brought it up with Mike's dad, how he took care of you when you had it. Yeah. So I still get like really aggressive feet swelling still to this day, especially when I go on vacation. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we landed, my feet were swollen and my fingers, my face, my stomach was huge. I looked like I was like... you were pregnant. Well, I looked like I was like nine months pregnant instead of four months pregnant. Oh, no. It was... So then I was like, it's probably just weird pregnancy travel thing. I don't know. I've never been pregnant. So I don't know how any of this works, which is probably the problem with this whole story is that I didn't know any of this works. So I look at... I was looking at a picture of me in Chicago and I was like, holy crap. I was huge. I was... I was massive. Are you going to post that picture? Yeah, I'll give it to you to post. (laughs) So... And it's not like chubby and it's not like it's like bloated pregnancy Distended. yeah i look like a circle it's like <laughs> the skin your skin was yeah. Taut. stretched yeah oh, it yeah. was yeah it was weird. it wasn't good i look like when the hulk gets angry um <laughs> he wouldn't like me when i was angry or pregnant um so we get home from chicago i totally expect the swelling to go down i'm like cool done with that it did not go down it was i stayed that big so I go to the doctor and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, it's normal. And this doctor always made me feel like I was being overdramatic. I was always like, it's fine. It's your first baby. You don't understand. This is normal. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like totally every, she would literally roll her eyes at me. Oh my like, gosh. It would That's make, awful. And I was in You're like, like um... it got really bad. And so I got to the point where I couldn't lay down flat. Ugh. My heartburn was so bad. Mm. I had to sleep sitting up every night. I had to, my, I got such bad carpal tunnel in my wrists that I had to wear braces. Ugh. But I also, Mike had to, poor Mike, this poor man. I had to sleep <laughs> sitting up on the couch. So he moved the mattress from our bed into the living room so he could sleep in the same room as me. Did he? <laughs> of yeah, course he did. That's He's Mike. a saint. He's, He's a saint. So sweet. Um, he would wake up every like 30 minutes and have to warm washcloths so I could oh like hold them to keep Mike. my wrists straight because it hurt so bad. I would out. just be crying. Oh. I would just be, How it was not How is he still great. with you? <laughs> I know, right? My heartburn was so Talk bad. about dumpster fire. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it was that was more, that was a whole like <laughs> trash <Right>. bill. <laughs> that was trash a whole dump, <laughs> not dumpster. Um, Your pussy must be golden. Because I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen that in years. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is he. <laughs> I don't know. I don't believe that Who for knows? a second. Like no, the and 1970s would, down there. <laughs> he would get um, the wa- the same washcloths and like lay them on her skin. Wrap them all over my skin. It hurt so bad. I had, so sweet. Because your skin was so stretched. It was so stretched. Tight. When I would open my hands all the way, my mm. fingers would still touch. Oh. My fingers were so swollen. They were so oh, swollen. There was no oh. space. And same with my toes. Ouch. I could barely get a flip-flop. Between my two toes. I could yeah. not wear shoes. I have that problem on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't make flip-flops that big, Tara. That's a different story. <laughs> Denmark. <Jeez>. Denmark. <laughs> Bigfoot Hold on. Bigfoot doesn't wear flip-flops. <laughs> and I just kept going to the doctor and being like, this is not right. Something's yeah. wrong. And she's yeah. like, no, you're, you're nuts. So April twenty second was <laughs> was the day. Um, 
That's the so, day after your anniversary. So did you yes. just keep going to regular appointments or did you make an appointment no, because it got so bad? just my regular appointments. So in between the month, I would just be... Miserable. Miserable. And of course, at that time... Well, what, yeah, because she was telling you you were normal. Yeah, and I was like, I can't call her. She's going to think I'm an idiot. Yeah. And that what to expect when you're expecting book was huge then. Yeah. And there was nothing... It was like, yeah, swelling's normal. Girl, I've read the whole book. So I even don't the stupid book was like, you're normal. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I guess I'm just being dramatic. And... It, they know me. I am not dramatic when it comes to being like I'm dramatic when it comes to being sick, but being hurt, I'll play it off like I'm oh, not. Oh hurt. God! I Absolutely. will pretend <laughs> nothing hurts. I broke a toe badly and pretended like nothing was wrong for no, a long time. No, you didn't break a toe. You shattered, shattered your toe. fucking toe <laughs> yeah. and was still at the beach like nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. So my due date was May nineteenth. So put that date in your head. May nineteenth. Mm-hmm. So on April twenty second, I had a doctor's appointment and. I had to call my aunt and uncle to take me because I couldn't get in the car. I had pushed, because I'm short, so I'd pushed the seat far enough back where I could barely reach the pedal and I couldn't get myself into the car. You were trying to drive? Yeah, I was still had a month to go. Oh, good Lord. So I called my aunt and uncle and I was like, "I I can't even drive. I can't, literally can't fit into the car. So they came, my uncle had to put my shoes on for me because I could not, no longer bend over at all period because my stomach was so huge and i walked into the doctor's office and i just remember bursting into tears and being like i can't i i was pissed and i got on the scale and i had gained 110 pounds what in eight months that is crazy and so she's like well let me take your blood pressure and she said it's a little high why don't you go to the hospital and see what they think because I think she was so annoyed with me. And I remember calling Mike and saying, she's sending me to the hospital to see what they think. We're not fucking leaving that hospital. I'm not leaving there until I have a baby in a baby carrier. You just knew? I, I made the decision. Oh, I was like, do it no, I cannot spend another yeah. day like this. Yeah. Get the diaper bag. Get the stupid car seat. Miserable. I cannot. Because you were not. Yeah. I, um, I could have killed somebody. I was that angry. Okay. So I get to the hospital, they take my blood pressure, they're like, yeah, you're elevated, why don't, like, is it bad? And I remember just being crying, 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 and the guy, the doctor was so sweet, the, whoever the little triage man was, he was like, look, we probably shouldn't, but let's just, um, what's it called, induce labor. He's like, she seems fine, we're going to induce, you're still kind of early, because you're still about a month out, but let's just try it. So, um, just go, man. <laughs> he was like, but we don't have to, like you could not. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. We're inducing. <laughs> this is happening. Get your shit. So let's did go. they give you, you're all, I no, you don't understand. Yeah. I don't care how you get the baby out. Just we're leaving with the baby. This, if I have to reach in and pull <laughs> the thing out, baby in the next, like, 24 she's hours. coming so. on the outside. <laughs> so they gave me the, the inducing that they put inside your vagina and the one they put in, they gave me both. Two, okay. two different inductions. One of them is Pitocin. One was Pitocin. The other one was the other one. And uh, they drew my blood about like 11 at night. That was the first time I'd ever had my what blood. What time did you get to the hospital originally? Like six at night. Okay. Got me in a room, got me induced, and then drew my blood to like check my, I don't know what they were checking. Um, but that was the first time I had had blood blood drawn since they do that test to see if they have down syndrome or whatever way at the beginning Mm -hmm. i had never had blood drawn 
the rest of the time I was pregnant. Ever. They didn't do that really? glucose test? No. Where you drink Whoa. that nasty-ass orange shit? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Weird. No. Wow. So <laughs> we're laying there watching this little monitor. They're like, when that, that thing goes up, that means you're having a contraction. When it gets bigger. And I was like, "Does it, it's not getting bigger. <laughs> it's not. I did not have a single contraction with two different induction medicines. Wow. We just, Mike and I were like, this is not happening. I don't think it's going to happen. I was like, Sorry. your body's like, no, no, no. We, we still we got a month. month. So, um, so the next morning, the doctor was like weird. The doctor came in and was like, yeah, I'm going to have him draw more blood. We need to do an in-depth blood panel on you. And I'm like, oh, it's probably because we're not having contractions. He's probably freaking out because I'm not having contractions. I'm like, it'll happen. Just wait. So then it was like noon. <laughs> It'll happen. I got all the time. I'm not, in the world. I'm not leaving here. You're not leaving <laughs> yeah. here. We're all living here. Nobody's living until right. we get a contraction. Yeah. So, just so then along. it's like noon time, and I just remember like there was so many people in my room. It was my mom and my aunt. Who my aunt I had asked them both to be in the room when I delivered, so they were there waiting till I delivered, and then uh, Chris was there. For, I don't know why Chris was, it was there. Really Chris weird was there because, the whole day. And it was really weird <laughs> because because I told him to be there. <laughs> Where were you? Erica in the waiting room. They wouldn't let me in. And why I was like, they, they let Chris I in. I don't remember. But I do remember being like, Erica's in the hospital. We're in. We're, we're there. We're there. We're there, man. Yeah. Like, and, and this Emily, is where we I are. But I also cards. remember there was like, it was weird in the waiting room too. Because I had remembered... No, the twins hadn't been born yet. But I had Mm -hmm. remembered, like, going before, and they, like, come out, and they're, like, or we could go in and see her, or we could, like, go in and talk to them, and that sort of thing. It was all pre-COVID, obviously, but it was, like, I just remember, like, Chris and I are sitting there, and I'm, like, you want to play cards? And both of us were, like, just off. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt weird. And I was like, but okay, there were we've like been a here lot like of a people really there. Yeah, time. my mother-in-law was there. My father-in-law was there. My brother-in-law was there. Like, Earth was at this hospital for some reason. <laughs> Except for Tara and I, because we didn't know you then. I'm sure you would have been there. Yeah. Um, Tara, probably not. She was way pregnant with twins at that um, point. Well, I, I still <laughs> would have been there, too. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. You just had not little Ella on you. I was still miserable, okay? little Snoopy. And then my high school middle school friend's mom was the charge nurse of labor and delivery and she i remember she had kind of been in and out all day to talk to us and i remember she came in and got my mom and took her outside and i was like what the hell is happening and my mom came in and her eyes were like dinner plates as emily would say and she's like everybody has to get out you guys all have to get out and i'm like why are you the charge nurse or your mom my mom my mom was like freaking out and i was like shut up woman sit be quiet (laughs) 20 down be humble 20 seconds later, the doctor walked in and was like, the baby needs to get out now. Handed Mike a gown and was like, put this on. We're out of here in five minutes. Does Dang. anyone explain to no the one. mother what's going no on? No one explained anything what was going on. He was the first doctor that believed me. Yeah. He was the first doctor that was like, something's oh, wrong with you. Yeah. And he Love looked that. at me and was like, we got to get this baby out. And I'm yeah. like, that's what I've been saying for <laughs> the past. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> put yeah. this so, anyway. Um. He comes and gets me. They do the C-section. If you've ever had C-section, it's the weirdest thing. First of all, they tell you, you know, to round your back thing. like a cat to put a yeah. needle in your back. They yeah. do that. You, you have, have a huge too. freaking yeah. ball in front of you. You can't round your back like anything. I know. That's what I was right? thinking. And, and I'm so like, lay down, lay down, lay down, lay down right now. You're all. <laughs> you have to stay still during 
Contractions. I didn't have contractions. Well, oh. I did. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you want me to stay still and round my back with right. the beach ball yeah, there's in There's too it many and instructions. No. <laughs> <laughs> but She's yeah. all the way out. <laughs> and the, the whole time, so I think that's, again, why I like Dr. Goff was because he yeah. was very serious and very yeah, like, very, this is what we're doing, then this. He was yeah. very, explained everything. Yeah. Like, he reminds me a lot of Dr. House, if you've seen Dr. Yeah. House, which I like. I don't want sugar coating. I don't want you to be sweet. I want you to tell me what I the fuck to do. I think that's why I didn't like do. it. <laughs> I mean, exactly. too mean. <laughs> I'm laying there and my freaking husband. He was like, oh, I've heard about you. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just see which side I get, Dr. Heckle. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Heckle. That's Jekyll and Hyde. All in one person. <laughs> so I remember they cut me. <laughs> Mike's like peeking over. And I'm like just laying there, like da la 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 la. And Mike goes, "Your in, your outside, your insides are on your outside. It's so cool." I was like, "I want to see sorry, what. I want. Why can't I see? God, so, you horror chick. Of course you can see. Come on, take well, a picture. Take video. Yeah. All take of the rest of us, they ask if we want a mirror, and we're like, Hell no, no, no like, do not yeah. show me that shit. No. You, you had my intestines on the outside, and I didn't get to look at them. It was bullshit. So <laughs> they take so they take the baby out." she cries and she's perfect and pink i also thought she might have been a little person but she wasn't they just swallowed her. <laughs> she's the opposite of a little person you're the little person she's no they enormous. handed her to her swaddled so i was she like goes, does she have legs <laughs> i go is she a little person mike's like no i'm like well she looks like a little person and so you know she's got a big head nobody just saying <laughs> well she's taller than you now <laughs> exactly so as soon as that ended, I just remember like three IVs. I had three IVs going in me, two in each arm, one in a hand, and just drugs. Just so. How are you feeling? I well at that point you, I like during the C-section. Aware during the C-section, I was aware. I still was like, okay, we had an emergency C-section. My brain said the cord was wrapped around her neck because that's enough. Yeah. Much ER TV shows I watch, <laughs> you know, yeah, enough shows I watch. I'm like, okay, she's not fine. just shows. That's your natural anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> no, and I that that was the worst thing that yeah. I thought could have happened right. was like the baby was in distress, get her out, and I knew she was fine. So perfect, we're great. So now they're pumping me all full of these drugs again. I don't know what it's like to have a baby, so I'm like, this is normal. I was out for the next four days. Four days yeah. out. I couldn't feed Alan. I was awake maybe two hours. So did they keep Alan in the nursery? Yeah. Alan yeah. stayed in the nursery with nurses. Um, I was awake maybe every two hours. Did they have to medicate Alan? No. She oh. was perfectly perfect. Perfect. Perfectly perfect. A month, a month early. A month early. Fine. She was almost eight Breathing. pounds. I got this. Yeah. Almost <laughs> eight pounds. She was huge. No wonder she's so freaking huge. She was a month early and the size of a normal baby. <laughs> Are any of you mothers fine? out there worried about colostrum and like breastfeeding? Alan is the smartest kid I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and clearly she formula, didn't baby. have it. Yeah, formula, yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, I for three days I was out. I would wake up every couple of hours and be awake for maybe an hour. I had no idea where I was, what was happening. It was the best sleep I've ever gotten in my entire <laughs> life. I would kill Girl, for whatever those drugs were. I remember um, you saying people would come in and you'd fall asleep like mid-sentence and be like, where's so-and-so? Yeah, where's And where's Mike's Emily? all, they left three hours Four ago. Hours ago. Oh. I'm all, oh, all right. Well, Why'd they leave? <laughs> tell her I said bye. <laughs> so on the third day, second day, Dr. Goff came back. Had your swelling gone down at any at this point? I was... I got on the scale two days later. I was four pounds less than when I got pregnant. Damn. 
Dang. That's how much water retention Dang. swelling yeah. I had lost. Um, so Dr. Goff came two days later. And I was like, so what's up? Like, anyone want to tell us what's going on? Because we still had no idea. And he, was, and he was shocked. No one's told you what happened? No. He said, you had HELP syndrome. It's H-E-L-L-P. He said, you should not be standing here. And I was like, what? So I'm going to go tell you. I'm going to turn left and tell you what HELP is just so everybody knows. So I did not know this. I thought it was standing for something completely different, and it does not. Uh, it stands for hemolysis, elevated limber enzymes, and low platelets. Wow. So it only occurs in 5 to 8% of pregnancies, and it occurs at 18 to 20 weeks, which is exactly when, when we it. went to Chicago. It was like oh. 18 weeks. Um, so hemolysis, hemolysis, well, I don't know, something like that. Hemos blood. Something like that. It's when your red blood cells break down too soon and too quickly. So it's basically the extreme of anemia. So anemia is right before hemolysis or whatever, however hmm. you say it. I have anemia. Yeah, it made me think of mm -hmm. you. When your liver enzymes are elevated, it means your liver isn't functioning and that it's inflamed and it's leaking the enzymes into your blood. Not great. No, it's not good. You should not have that in your blood. Right. And then when your platelets are low, it's what those are what causes your blood to clot. Mm -hmm. So when they're low, your blood won't clot. So right. now you're leaking shit in your blood. Your blood's leaking everywhere. So were you bruising really easily? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically what help is it's the most severe form of preeclampsia you can have. Oh, wow. Dang. So, yeah. So the symptoms were, I looked up the symptoms and it said feeling fatigued, excessive and sudden weight gain, and excessive swelling. Girl. Check. Yes, yes, and check, yes. Check, check. So are you ready for the scary numbers? Yeah. You ready no. for these? So I looked at no. my numbers. So oh, normal hemolysis numbers are 40 to 200. So if you're normal walking around, you're 40 to 200. I was eight. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So normal Jeez. liver enzymes are 200 to 300. Over 300 is cause for concern. I was 598. Holy oh, shit. Geez. Yeah. This is the one that's really scary. Um, this low, is the one? <laughs> this one. Normal count of platelets are 150,000 to 450,000. Less than 150,000 is cause con for concern. Less than 20,000 is scary reaching death. Mine were 19,562. Oh so it's 500 less than death. Jeez. So you're like lucky to be alive. Yeah. yeah. And the story we... It's we always balance. tell is that the day, so my cousin was a trans transporter at the time. Meant he like put, drove you around in the wheelchair in the hospital, mm -hmm. but he also drove around bodies to the morgue. The day before I came in, he took a woman and her twins down to the morgue who had died. Oh god! She had help. He happened to look at her numbers and look at my numbers, and her numbers were better than oh my, my numbers. Gosh. Oh my gosh! So again podcast of three <laughs> wow holy crap so the good news besides not being that's dead insane. some of you think that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> um the good news is the fact that that doctor was an idiot because the only way to cure health is to take the baby out you can't be like well you can go on bed rest you can do this right. if you have help the baby has to come out 
the day they fig the day they find out. Yeah. So eighteen weeks, regardless of gestational age. So there's no way Alan would have survived at eighteen weeks. What's the earliest you can survive as Emily? Like twenty four weeks. Um, if she had, if she had found out I had help, Alan would have had to come out and Alan would be dead or I wouldn't have an Alan. And that the chances of her surviving would be slim to none. Yeah. And surviving and thriving the way she is now. Oh yeah, absolutely. 24 weeks is viable. Yeah. I called that on the nose. Good job. So she was still a month early. Their chance of surviving before 24 weeks old is usually less than 50%. Dang. Dang. Some wow. infants are born before 24 weeks gestation. And like you said, even then, right, surviving or thriving Survive at and that thrive. Yeah. yeah. And now, I mean, she's extra thrives. She's a her, thriver. The youngest, to, the youngest ever to survive was 21 weeks. Wow. And, it, and I would have been at 18 weeks. So there's no That's way. crazy. She, she would have just had to, you know. Failure to thrive. Yeah. yeah. So I would crazy. like to hear your survival rates, though, too. Oh, I know. I should have looked that up. I don't know. Because it, it, it's after this happened, it was super scary. Mike was so mad that nobody told him because he was like, I needed to plan for the fact that my wife and my baby could have died oh, or one or the other yeah. could have died. I needed to plan how to take care of my baby if I didn't have a wife, yeah. take care of my wife if we didn't have a baby. Like, I cannot believe nobody told me this information. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of glad that I didn't know because with, I didn't have as bad of anxiety then, but my anxiety now, holy crap, it would have right. gone bad. Yeah. So I'm kind of, so that's why that lady had taken my mom out was to say, she's really, she, the sentence she said, she's very sick. She needs to rest until they get this baby out. You got to get all these people out of this room wow. because I was up in chatting and mm-hmm. my mother-in-law snuck me a burrito in. Like it was like, <laughs> of course great, you great were. Times, great times. Manners. Yeah. You need to. Talk yeah, to everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, we had been like, we're not having a baby. That's it. That's the one, whatever. But then we got the itch. And I wanted Alan to have a sibling because being an only child so after fucking born, sucks. Yeah. yeah. So like a year after she was born, we were like, maybe, I don't know, maybe two, maybe it was two years after she was born. But, you know, I, I have talked all the time about how being an only child is not fun. I did not Especially enjoy it. with your parents aging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With your mom I would aging. really like to call a sister or a brother and be like, you got mom tonight? Because, you know what I mean? And as she um, gets older, a sibling right the is overrated. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was coming. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're not wrong, but. <laughs> That's for a whole other podcast. <laughs> I didn't see uh, that coming. Was a rubber band came right back to me. <laughs> Honestly, it's the actual worst, but go ahead, Erica. So I got a new doctor, obviously. <laughs> and I went and I was like, so I've had help. We want to try. I'm not going to start until you tell me I can start. Doing the old pull-out method. That's fucking awful. So what are we doing? <laughs> Make that pull-out game weak. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Mike was very good at it, which is very annoying. <laughs> I remember being like, just hold it in. Maybe it just won't come out. That's not how it's not how, that's not how this works. works that's how people end up pregnant right no there. No one's peagles are that good. <laughs> So the doctor said I would, if we did get pregnant, I would have a 40% chance of getting it again. Oh, my God. 
And if you do get it again, obviously. So you're saying there's a chance. Exactly. <laughs> if you do get it again, they'll be screening for it. And the second they find it, that baby has to come out. The second so, they detect it. Ugh. Yeah. So there's a huge, if they. Girl, you know, I could go back to that other doctor. She seems real clueless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a big old dumb dummy over for it at all. <laughs> you bring that clueless doctor back? Yeah. I got some questions for her. I'd like to just get a second opinion on this. <laughs> hey, lady. Um, but the thing that shut Mike down was if I did get it, there would be a 70 to 80% chance that I would die. Oh, dang. Because the nope. second... That's not an option. Yeah, the second okay. time you get help, your numbers spike even faster. So while my num- numbers took like four months to spike as bad, or spike and drop, the way they did, it would be like days for it to spike and drop. So nope. Mike was a hard no, and I was like, but no. it's only 40% chance, it's a 60% chance, I won't get it. No. I like tried, I tried, no. I should have made PowerPoints, I needed nope. Dana at the <laughs> nope. time, nope. like... Mike but, loves you too much. He's not willing yeah, to go to one percent. He was hard no, so yeah. hard no. He got a fucking vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> We're real hard. He's no. like, what was the percent again? <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but you know, we have Alan, and she's. But that was hard for you. Yeah, yeah. it was that really was hard. hard. I remember I had saved all of Alan's stuff because my family does not have boys. We have one, literally one boy. In our entire huge Mexican family. Well, Alan's still kind of a yeah, boy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Lately, I don't know what's happening. She's getting more feminine. But so I had saved all of Alan's stuff. And I remember the day that I like gave it to Goodwill or passed it on to other people. And it was so hard being like, yeah, I don't need this. Yeah. I don't need baby stuff anymore because I can't have a baby. And I saved it for a long time. Pass. Right. Even when you have two, though, that still is hard. I remember packing up all the baby clothes. And even what hit me weird was the baby hangers. Like, it's still... Those are hangers to everyone else. hangers. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. I have to tell you a funny story about that. And keep going. But still, I mean, I get... Yeah. Even having... I swear I hung Alan's clothes on baby hangers until they were, like, falling off. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I was like, it's time to get, like, actual hangers for this guy. I'm totally going through on this right now. (laughs) I'm like, why doesn't this stupid sweater fit on this hanger? (laughs) It's fine. But, you know... She's, you know, she's here and she's, and I think she's amazing. it was also hard. I'm here. I think it was also hard. I think it was the first time that you ever resented Mike. Yeah. You I had so much time. You I had yeah. like a couple days. I wanted to It was him. not long, but there were moments where you were so resentful. It was the so first hurt. time we didn't agree yeah. on something, which we agree on everything. And I would have never married somebody that didn't agree with after, me on everything. After, after deciding you weren't going to have more. Well, yeah. But it was that also. Divorced, right? Right? I just tell you right now. It was also really hard because Mike was adamant. Yeah. It wasn't a discussion. Mike was not a soft no. no. Mike was like. Absolutely well, yeah. not. He doesn't want to yeah. risk he, losing Erica. I yeah. remember him looking at you in the face and saying, if there was a 1% chance, it'd be no. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was get like, it. one? That's 99 yes. What are we doing? That's 39 as a mom, you're like, it's totally worth it. Yeah. But yeah. He's not but, really you know, And it. then he finally said, what are you going to do if you die? And I'm raising Alan. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right. Yikes. I'm in. <laughs> never mind. And, Your vasectomy you know, is scheduled next week. <laughs> I know. And, and, you know, I look at Alan sometimes and I'm like, you're everything I wanted. You're, yes, mm-hmm. you're spoiled as hell. 
as you should be as an only child. Every only child should be spoiled. That's what I said. <laughs> but she's also but she's very grateful, super like kind you always and said. Sometimes she's, she's gotten less kind. But <laughs> she's super imaginative. She's not. super funny. She's super, like, easy to be around. She's like having another friend. She's a great Which kid. is awesome. I mean, really, so if you're ever the put in... The second one probably would have been fucked up anyway. If you're <laughs> ever put in this position, just... Find a friend that has more than one and you'll be straight. Well, and that's what I was thinking when I was like writing this and getting ready to think about it is like, you guys are my blessing because I don't have to have more kids. I do have more kids. They don't live with me. We gave you more kids. But I feel (laughs) like I have children that like, not children, but... There are kids that I love and would do anything for. I mean, and Cameron it's your guys' and kids. vice versa. Absolutely, is yeah. Her sibling. I will, I will <laughs> say. I don't know. Carson might be. Her. Right. Carson no, might be my still, dad. They are, they are still. I mean, yeah. They drive her fucking crazy. That's yeah. the definition of a sibling when yep. you're growing up, and they'll probably be really close when they're older. Yeah. Let somebody be That's mean it. to Cam, and then Alan's ready to rumble. Exactly. And I think, like I said, I mean, going back to it, bringing it up again, I think it was such a critical moment in your marriage yeah for I you agree. to see that mike was like that he no. got an opinion and like i it, <laughs> and it, you saw how important Ooh. it was for him yeah. you can do it you can make I your think, own choices <laughs> you did it i think it was a super it and was. i think yeah. it was one of those times that it was really obvious that mike would be a hard no for yeah, me dog true and yeah. mike and it, was like no this is not yeah yeah he made an adult decision it was yeah. and his was not emotional like mine was and I appreciate him making that decision yeah. now, now that I look back. But like Dana said earlier, I think the point of this is, and we've talked about it a lot on this podcast, especially with Kayla coming on, but listen to your body yes. and make sure. so much noise. Like if the doctor makes you feel crazy, find a do- new doctor. Yeah, totally. Like, and no Listen. doctor is going to yep. care oh if you gosh. leave their practice. No. If you no. Put, watch <laughs> Dr. Death. That yes, will make you yes, change absolutely. your perspective I'm so on glad everything. I told you to watch that. I <laughs> am obsessed with that. It's so good. But yeah, so I mean, true. I so as true. much as I'm blindly kind of glad that she didn't listen to me because I have Alan, it would have not gone great if I had died. Right. No. Or if absolutely. Alan had died. I right. could not have survived if alan had died and it would have been horrible for mike to be like no we knew something was wrong and you know she told her doctor that something yeah no matter what the doctor says you know your body and you know your gut intuition and listen to it and feel it and you know best yeah i also love that because god clearly has more plans right god was like no i gotta give her this shitty ass doctor so we can get that kid out here (laughs) yeah and i and i thought about you know if alan had died I couldn't have had another kid because Mike would have said no because I would have died. Right. Like, it it worked out the way it was supposed to work out, but also it could have gone really, really bad. So please listen to your freaking Every situation could go so much worse than what what we think. Yeah. So I I apologize to you guys because you're stuck with me because I lived. No, I'm sorry to the podcast. Sorry to my three besties. I'm sorry too. Damn it. (laughs) Dana's pissed that I lived. She's trying to flip the 700 pound no, table <laughs> i no no we're, yeah. no, no we're so happy you're here and we're Alan's so amazing Alan. you're amazing yes. mike's amazing and He's i love right, how much he I adores guess. you <laughs> stop it he will do anything for you which i love seeing. Except give me another kid if erica <laughs> says 
make my friends popcorn, he will do it. And I he love does. that more than anything. Three separate bowls. The right? best That's one of our homemade popcorn things. ever. He does it no. very loudly, though. <laughs> yeah. He needs to do it quietly. <laughs> no, so. Be nice to him. <laughs> yeah, so that was my didn't see that coming. Oh, yeah, that's uh, my crazy. help that syndrome. So crazy. I don't think I've ever heard syndrome the that numbers. people had, ne- and people that had never, I had never no. heard of help. I had heard of preeclampsia. I've heard of. I don't think I had ever heard of it either. Yeah, and I mean, like, not to like puff my chest, but I'm an EMT and EMT yeah. intermediate. You're not triggered to medical. Right, and the medicine. intermediate part of EMT is basically how to birth a baby with complications. So I knew what preeclampsia was. I knew what placenta previa was. I knew yeah. all those words, right. those buzzwords, and I had never heard of HELP syndrome, ever. I didn't know it was a thing. And, and I didn't know it was a possible. So do, do yeah. most people not know it's a thing? Like no. Is it pretty, so it's, it's pretty super not, rare. It's yeah. only 5% of pregnancies. That's so. crazy. Yeah. Though. So, wow. Kobe, your feet are heavy. So I... I love that though. That's your one takeaway though, yeah. is that when you feel something's wrong in your gut, speak yes. up. Say, if you Absolutely. see something, say something. If you yeah. see yourself gaining a hundred pounds, say something. All right. So let's move on to trending. So March 3rd, which should be the day this comes out, but poor Dana has to do all this podcast nonsense. So we try to get it out on Thursdays, but she has a life, friends. Um, March 3rd is World Book Day. So, since books are my favorite, the actual best, I wanted to play three, two, one. So, I want to know your three favorite books you've ever read, the two of your least favorite books you've ever read, and one book you wish you would read again for the first time. So, kind of how we did the TV shows. So, a book you w- would read again. So, Emily, start us. Let's do favorites, then least, then the one. So, let's do favorites. Emily, what's your favorite? So, we're going to go around and do all of our favorites. All favorites. And all of all our least, okay. and then all the one. So, my f- three favorites, uh, my all-time Give most us a little tiny, very short baby synopsis of what the book's about, too. My so most can- absolute favorite book still of all time is P.S. I Love You. It's Ooh. very, like... It's romantic and it's sweet and it's thoughtful, but it's um, it's, it's not that- a spoiler. Her husband dies and he has set up and set up all these letters that get sent to her. Oh, and it's, right. That's um, cute. And it's all these things that she needs to do. And so, like, I'll give you the first example. And he, every night she would stub her toe coming back from shutting off the light. And so the first letter, he had all these letters prepared um, and she gets the first letter and it says, buy yourself a lamp so that she would stop stubbing Aww. her toe. So buy yourself a bedside lamp <laughs> so you can get yeah. in bed. So it's like, and they made a movie of it, right? Yes. Did you With like Gerard the movie? Butler. It was so good, oh, we'll but the book it. is still better. What's um, number the second of your third? Her first name is Celia, but I can't remember her last name, the author. Thank you. Um, this, my second one was man called Ove. Oh, that was so good. So good. So, um, what I love about books is like there's kind of a riddle, there's kind of a lesson, there's mm-hmm. kind of a. Um, oh, it was very good. Yeah, it's so good. So and, that, and that's Frederick Berkman, right? Back, mm-hmm. back, Berkman, Berkman. And there we is. read the other one that he did too. Anxious, which is, he did yeah, anxious people so too. Right? Good. Um, kind of the just. They're that. making a movie of that. There is a movie. There yeah. is a movie. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> I want to watch that. So there's an extreme like extreme character development that I just yes. love when yes. you can see it that person and like book. that person, you know, and 
I think. My favorite thing um, about that is I bought that for my mom for Christmas because I wanted to read it because that's what I do. I buy my mom a book <laughs> I want to read for Christmas. <laughs> and then it was Emily's turn to pick book club. And I was like, you, she was like trying to decide. I was like, what about Man Called Oaf? Well, which is so, so not weird. only did I buy it for my mom, <laughs> then I made Emily pick it for book club. And is because like my mom had tried to get me to read it a million times. My duty had tried to get me to read it a lot. And Chloe, Chloe had, yeah. I Chloe had that in that my book. saved books since the moment we started book club. Yeah. Like forever. It was like the book everyone wanted to read. Mm-hmm. So it was just really good. And then um, my third is Midnight Library. <gasps> it's this book that Erica just oh made me gosh. read. No, I want to read that. Um, it was so good. I was like, oh, this is weird. But each... She goes into a li- she goes into a library and each book on the shelf is a different decision in her life that she would have made and the life that would have been a followed. result of that. Kind of like uh, the black and white Christmas movie you like. It's right? a wonderful, wonderful life. life. Yeah, like if something had changed or you had made a different choice. That, I think yeah. choose your own adventure. Book. Yeah, like totally. I, I was obsessed with yeah. this when I was And in it's very much like... It, I just loved how well it was done, and that and is. the person who read it was incredible. I, I, read I listened to it. Audible, yeah, which is yeah, the I, Audible is incredible, and it was oh, yeah. incredible. It okay. was just really neat to. Like, Don't tell my mother-in-law; she gave awesome. me the book to read. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Terry, your top three. My We're just top doing top three. three. Okay, yeah. okay, my top three oh. are The Nightingale, Oh, by Chris mm-hmm. and Hannah, and, and it's about what? What's that one about? It is a story of two sisters in France during World War II and their struggle to survive and resist (laughs) the German occupation of France. (laughs) I wrote it down. Movie previews. (laughs) I wrote it down because I wanted to remember. Two sisters. Two sisters. Two sisters. (laughs) Struggling (laughs) to survive. Struggling to survive. Like the holiday. That's my favorite part of the holiday. Oh, I love that. Go over with her. Yeah, and I watch that every Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, we read that one in book club. It was very very yeah. good it's Great. just one of those mo- or books that you are like so enthralled in and you're like i don't know and it was going. really long it's but you were like long. i don't want this to end it's right it's very yeah. very long um and then my next is daisy jones daisy oh, jones and the six so that was one of those books where i was like i like know in my head that this is not real but it's so real that everyone should read that book and not read it but listen to it on audible yeah audible was fantastic the audible was amazing because they do all the different voices and all the different characters yeah it was they all read for it it. and it's just so realistic i love that and then my third one was the seven husbands of evelyn hugo now the lady that wrote daisy jones and the six also wrote Seven Husbands, She right? did. Taylor She's Jenkins Reid. now Tara's obsession. She is my favorite author, <laughs> I think. Like, literally. You almost I, read all of her books now, right? Almost, I mean, yeah. she can't go wrong, yeah. really. I don't think there's books. a book she's come out with that I don't like. Like, all of her books I love. So, The the Seven Husbands is a aging and reclusive Hollywood movie icon, Evelyn Hugo. Um, she's finally ready to tell the truth about her glamorous and scandalous life, but when she chooses... Unknown magazine reporter Monique Grant for the job. No one is more astounded than Monique herself. Why her? Why now? (laughs) (laughs) So good. So good. Um, Anyway, there's like a longer uh, summary, but it's it's a great book. All right. My turn. What about you? So I was kind of shocked because my two favorite authors did not make the list. Oh, really? Uh, My two favorite authors are Stephen King and John Green, but they didn't make the list because... I had three books that I loved. Uh, my favorite book of all time is called House of Leaves. 
It's by uh, Mark. I cannot say his last name. It's Daniel Lewiski. It's got a lot of lot of consonants, not a lot of vowels. <laughs> um, Very Polish. It is the most challenging book I've ever read. Um, some of it is not in English, and then you have to go to the back and read the translation. Some of it's upside down. The ba- oh, wow. The premises of the book is it's a person who's writing a book about a person who's writing a book about, about a, a person, person who's, who's writing, writing a, a movie. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's a th- it's it's really hard to follow, which I really also liked because yeah. you have to pay attention. Right. And it's the person that's writing the person that's writing the book about the movie is descending into madness. So it's his descent into madness. Kind of like a John Hugo. Very much. And very much like um almost like the shining come to life. Mm-hmm. It's like he's writing the book and all of a sudden the page starts spiraling because yeah. he's going into madness and he's spiraling. Mm-hmm. So then you have to read his spiral in a spiral. It's such a good book. Crazy. It took me a full year to read. Oh, wow. And I've decided as soon as I finish the physical book that I'm reading now, I'm going to try and read it again. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, my other second favorite book, which rivals my first favorite book is called Wicked. Um, I gave it to Dana and I still want her to read it. So That's one of Nathan's favorite books. Um, loves it. It's, ca- it's by Gregory Maguire and it's the real life, the story of Dorothy and Oz from the Wicked Witch's perspective. And it's based on, the play was based on it, but not even close. There's a lot of sex and a lot of politics. It's very, 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 very good. And then Emily's going to love my third pick. It's going to be her most favorite <laughs> thing that's ever been a pick. Um, it's one of our book club picks. It's called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Um, it's written by Michelle McNamara. And I kind of credit it and Katie for re yeah. returning on my true crime yeah. flame. I've it, always liked true crime, but this book it was amazing. Like, flipped a switch or something because i am now obsessed with true crime and obsessed with the people who are in this book there is a guy that helped finish writing it because michelle mcnamara died Patton oswald um that's her her husband oh Oh, he didn't finish writing it but he uh the guy that finished writing it is named billy jensen yeah the investigator of the crime is paul holes and now they have a podcast um but it's the story it's the real life story of the um wow it's completely gone the golden state killer Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's so good. So read it's that book. Hysteria so, Rapist. So the ear. The ear on. What's so crazy <laughs> about that is as soon as we were done, they had found him. Right. Like, like, the, day oh, we like had book club. the day yeah. we had book club, it they was caught him. insane. It we were like, amazing. what? Yeah. How Katie could happen? not have planned that better. Yeah, that was I shout couldn't out even Katie. start the book. That was crazy. Yeah, because Emily didn't he do targeted it. single story homes yeah. on a cul-de-sac with a traveling husband, yeah. which and was Chris Emily. was traveling at the time. Yeah. I was like, absolutely fuck no. Yeah, and it was no, it was not graphic, only no, it was scary. No. It, was scary. Yeah. it was scary. It was, it was so very. Good. And to know that he was, was on the so loose, good. I was like, there, there's no yeah. way. Yeah. Nope, no. Yeah, I remember. She's out. so good though. Andy and Britain. And then when he got caught, I was like, I might read it. Maybe. <laughs> All right, Dana, your turn. Choice. What's your top three? My top three. Um Nightingale, as Tara mentioned, that was the most, one of the most transformative books I have ever written. It's just one of those, I've never been into periodic books, but for some reason that really, the writing was so good good. um, and the storyline was so good that it just, I loved Nightingale. It is a long book, but it's totally worth Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Which leads me into my third book, which is the 
Motivation Manifesto. <laughs> I knew it was coming, <clears throat> which is intense. And it is so freaking good. Like, there are a lot of, I could recommend a lot of nonfiction books, but Motivation Manifesto is one of the ones who, I really love. Do loved. you know who the author of that is? I'd no? have to okay. look it up, but... Um, I love it because it really makes you think like it's a thinker. Like you have to really pay attention to mm-hmm. what, what they're saying to understand what's going on because Ooh, it I like is, that. It is not for the faint Brendan of heart. Brendan Burchard. Yeah. B-U-R-C-H-A-R-D. Thank you. Nice. All right. Let's switch it up to hated books. Ooh. Your top two hated books or disliked or you have to have read it. Emily can't be, I'll be gone in the dark. <laughs> That's what I was going to pick if that wasn't a rule. Exactly. Um, so your top two books that you were like, this was not great. I was this. I wish I had never read this or wasted my time or it wasn't what I wanted. And um, go. The Hunting Wives is one of our book club books. Mm-hmm. That was. So what that, what's that one about? So. We don't re- it really know. It was about <laughs> a club. I have it right here. That I wrote it down. <laughs> women. It. it because it's one of mine. <laughs> it's about like middle-aged women that are in this quote-unquote club right. that like hang out with each other. And Supposedly like, shoot okay, guns. All right, right. They go and shoot guns and drink Skeet wine. Shooting, like that's right? cool. Yeah. But then <laughs> the it turns out that they like go and hook up with each other's high school kids. Yeah. Yeah. There's I'm a like, lot of hooking up what with the young children. Actual and but F. even, even aside from that, there were so many decisions. parts that you're like, wait, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. I felt like. And like, why wouldn't you just go even home? Even just aside from that. Like, yeah. it was. There was a wait, lot. Wait, not only that, but like, the whole premise of so this confusing. club. It was very like, confusing. And then just because she was rich, they like let her buy with this behavior. Yeah. And then she totally like, the main character was such a wuss. Yeah, and such a victim in the whole thing. It was but you're like, so just leave. Like, and yeah. it felt very much then like she was like obsessed with her. It was so bizarre. Yeah, it, it felt very a- much like if it was written from a different perspective. If it was men that were doing that, it would be about like predators. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was fine because it was women having sex with high school kids. It yeah. was. Yeah. No, it was not it was great. Weird. You're no, right. No, it was awful. Totally. Not great. I agree. Double no. agree. Um, Dana's gonna hate me, but girl, wash your face. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's on my list. <laughs> Girl, wash your face wow. was <laughs> no judgment. Go it's for a self help book, which Quote. are hard for me anyway. Self development, thank you. <laughs> but even that, it was so. I'm a cis white female preachy, mm-hmm. rich mm. cis white female. And it was very much like, <laughs> just <laughs> wash your face and everything will be fine. And you'll buy a new Louis Vuitton. Yeah. And I was like, what? what? Just want it. And then you don't. And then she brought up like <laughs> systemic issues. Yeah. It was not. It was <laughs> From not a very surface misunderstood part of it. And I do not stand on any platform or s- will not tell anyone that I know anything about how to fix it. Or even the depth of what's happening in a lot of these systemic issues. But it was very much like preachy and this is how we should fix it. Yeah. Agreed. And it was very much like, this, okay, no, but instead in the, of this is how I fixed it. It was how Or this is how should. I felt about it. And this is how I yeah. changed my perspective or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah. so much like, 
I was like, ugh, I don't... And wash my face, like, you're talking about racism. Yeah. Like, how is my getting up and, like... Getting ready. Feeling great about myself and bathing. I don't remember any of that. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Just just parts of it, like, just... felt like it was just stop hiding behind the mask that you're in and just be yourself. That's what... But I clearly don't remember... (laughs) I don't know. I just thought there no, were parts I, of it yeah, that I would. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right, Tara, do you have two? I have one oh, more. That it's no three, two, one. You're, I have I know. OCD. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And my last one is going to piss all friend. everyone off. If you say Twilight, this podcast is over. Don't say the nightingale. <laughs> no, I, no, it's Fifty Shades of Grey. I, I hate that book. I hated it. I hated Fifty Shades. I never Shades. even finished it. I lived. I never even. I did not like that book at all. Like, it made me hate it. And I have to be like, I I got into it. Like, I was totally like, oh, this is risky. This is crazy. This is not supposed to be a good book. You know, like it's supposed to be hot. I got the hype. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, this is weird. Bitch, just say no if you don't want to do it. Yeah. That was my problem with the whole book. And talk to him about why he's so fucked up. Yeah. Like. She does eventually. Help him heal. Eventually. And, and I don't want to no, know how I hairy your legs are. It. No. Fucking loved it. Like it, and the, book. Bo- the that, that movie was later. even worse. Oh, the movie. Oh, the movie. No. Terrible. No, the movie terrible. Is absolutely the movie. Cool. They were. It was raining in one window, and in the next window, it was not raining. Well, no. now I can't ever watch the movie. <laughs> now the movie. <laughs> you like, you've seen the movie. We all went to go we see all it together. Went to see well, it together. I blocked <laughs> it out of my mind because I don't remember. And it at Erica all. goes, "He was black when I read it." <laughs> she does that with every fucking Look, movie. Every book I read. Every book I read, they black. But every single one of us. Tay Diggs will be my Christian Grey forever, okay? <laughs> Every fucking book she reads, they're black. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that book was... Edward Cullen was Idris Elba. I don't know what's happening in these books. <laughs> she's all shocked when she sees the movie. I'm like, the hell? This casting is shit. <laughs> all right, Tara, what about you? Um, so the books I did not like. That's not what they meant by tall, dark, and handsome, but... Um, so I don't think that this will surprise anyone in our little book club group, The White Raven. Oh, yeah, that was not great. <laughs> the one where it's like this weird lady that's in her um, seventh life or something in witchcraft. The whole book that we read with the book club. where The it's witch like book. The witch book. Oh. I could not for the life of me follow it. It was so all over That's the place. That's probably why I don't <laughs> I yeah. couldn't follow it either. It was and the it muffin was, And not me. to be a dick, but I can follow most books. Right. I was like, <laughs> and I don't it, know. It was just so out there that I was and like, I don't know And our current book we're reading is The White Raven Done Right. Yep. Oh. And it's so weird because I, yeah. yep, I yep. vividly remember in The White Raven, they kept describing this one muffin. Yep. Yeah. And then the book ended and I'm like, but, but what about the muffin? But there's a that's the only to the that's muffin. the only thing I followed through. Right? That was consistent <laughs> through the whole book. <laughs> it had nothing to do I, with anything. I just could not. I did not understand where Agreed. it was going. Well, the, only what was happening. the only thing I liked is we got to wear witch hats to book. Yeah, book. that was that fun. was literally the only that. good part of that. Gotta book. love a theme. It was if there's a theme, I'm all in. Yeah, Katie's um, Halloween decorations were on point as well. And then my second one was. 
might just have it. The hun- oh, it was the hunting, the hunting wife. wife. Yeah, sorry, Emily. To, yeah, you really didn't go, like that one. No, it was awful. Again, I did not understand what was happening. And then when I thought I understood was what was happening, I was like, no, that's not nope. the way I thought it was going <laughs> at all. That's not no. the direction nope. I thought. Nope, still, <laughs> still no. I and do you're not like, understand. that's not a twist. That's no. a separate book. Yeah. She's <laughs> made a new story And yet. it would go I so like far off. I feel like we've a few books like that where yeah. you're like, this is a completely different book. Yeah. Yeah. What? It would go so far off in the other direction that I was like, I know. Yeah. Not, I mean, I, I was lost, but then they took a hard <laughs> right. And now I really don't know. Well, now we took a <laughs> now right I left really turn in Albuquerque. <laughs> exactly. Erica, what about you? <laughs> so, uh, to piggyback a little bit off of Emily, I am not a self-help person. I don't like I'm I Dana self improvement self improvement self development I can't <laughs> with that although we did read one that Emily picked that I did really like but untamed. I can't remember untamed I did oh, like I'm that sorry. one oh I'm yeah. sorry untamed it, I, yeah. it's it's not a Guess personal what's attack happening? my my next pick at book club is <laughs> no you picked another one that was great the one that we all had therapy that was very good the get your I tissues didn't even or like whatever that one. you should see someone yeah. Um, talk to someone. Get your tissues. There's <laughs> a tissue it. box on the front. Anyway. Maybe you should talk to someone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was very good. Uh, my other least favorite book is one I just finished, and it made me so mad. We'll have to put in that little blurb about anything. And this podcast is not meant to portray anybody in real life. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Exactly. any circumstances completely. The worst part about this book is the thing that makes me hate books is when a book starts out so fucking good. And then it tanks beyond yeah. tanks. And I even told everybody in this group about this book. It's called The Dinner. It's by Herman Ooh, you were fired Koch. up about this book. I was so excited to read this book. It's like two brothers and their kids have done something wrong. And they're at this really awkward dinner. And they know they have to talk about what their kids did wrong. But they don't know how to bring it up to each other. And so it's really good because it's like they're like making this. So point. like I know that. Erica's kid did something wrong and she knows that my kid did something right. wrong that and they were waiting to yeah. tell each other about it. Right. And that they were together doing this thing oh. wrong. And they knew, they both know, but they don't know each other knows. So they're each trying to tell each other what their kids has done wrong. This is this a book that you like? like? Very much for No. Life. No, this is no. a book that you didn't like. So I'm reading it and I'm like, this book is so fucking good. Oh. The end of it, they tell each other what their kids did wrong. What their kids did wrong, spoiler alert, was they fucking killed somebody. And then at the end of the book, they just both decide to not do anything about it. And they're like, oh, well, oh, no. kids will be kids. And that oh, was the end no. of the fucking okay. book. Nope. Sorry, don't no, read no, the no. book. It's not a spoiler. Don't read the book. It's terrible. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. No, you don't just kill somebody <laughs> not do anything about they kill, it. They like killed a homeless lady or something. Oh, like, wow. For funsies please. to put it on the internet. Oh, and nope. they were both like, oh, well, kids will be kids. And that was the end of the book. And I they never, leave the restaurant. Yeah. No. That was the end. That was the end of the book. Oy. I was so mad. I've never been so mad at a book. I was very angry. <laughs> I'm going to write a strongly worded email to Herman Coach <laughs> and be like, sir, your book's You sucks. need a follow-up book. They all work dead to hell. Strongly worded review. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Um, I'm off my. I'm, I exited <laughs> my soapbox. Uh, Dana, you're too worst. Please, yes. Please don't say so. Any of my books just because I said your book? No, I, I, no, girl. Like I said, we all read a lot of books. We're avid readers. Readers. I have my own. Yes. <laughs> we're readers and we're also readers. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so you know. Uh oh. It's no. a heavy side for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, most of the time we read books, 
and the movie is disappointing. And mm-hmm. we're like, wow, the, you know, the book was so much better. That's usually always the case. I know what you're going to say. I was in love with Vampire Diaries and my beautiful sister bought me the Vampire Diaries book and she I read it and I was beautiful. like, that, as she should. it is the worst <laughs> book they're, they're I have they're ever books. read. Agreed. I have, I have never heard this across awful. the board. Have you read them before the movie? Mm-mm. No. No, I oh. think I read it after the show, the show, but it doesn't matter. We watched because the show and then I was like, oh, there's books. I was upset. So I bought them and, for both of us. And I'm a huge, like, the books are Y-A absolutely terrible. Vampire, mm-hmm. werewolf. Like, I've read. Oh, they're, they're, she's read them all. They're awful. I've read so many um, series in that genre. Yeah. They're not even close to me. <clears throat> and I. I yeah. It was so, so It's so bad. bad you can't even talk about so it. I cannot. <laughs> Vampire Diaries. Do not read the book. Tara, I love you so much for getting me no, that. I but tried she knows. Yeah. No, I tried to. Yeah. She I tried it, it too. All right. So what was your second book that you did not like? Oliver Loving. Hated it so much. It was terrible. Dragging out. Each sentence was like six Two pages. Adjectives. It was so <laughs> awful. It was so awful. I hated that book with the fire in my and soul. And I loved the story. I'm yeah. Like, you it was a great premise. story yeah. with like this. And it was almost like it was supposed to be poetic. So what was the premise of the book? If I can remember. It's I like don't a kid remember. who's in a coma. Right? Mm-hmm. With, and it's like a divergent thinking kind of yeah. book. And it's it like was, what's happening in his brain. It was so awful. Yeah. So there were my Agreed. two. Vampire Diaries and Oliver Loving. So we're going right. to take a page out of our old trending and say one book you could read again for the first time. So a book you've read that you're like, I wish I could experience that again for the first mm-hmm. time. So Emily, you're first. And I don't follow rules, so I didn't do one. Gosh, it's, um, three, it's three, two, one. <laughs> yeah. Well, do that. That's your best friend. Those are not <laughs> the kinds of rules O-C-D. that I follow. <laughs> so mine is. She's my best friend. Three, she three, and three. Follow rules. So. Um, <laughs> it's three, three, three. You have three of them. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I want three of them. Three. And one of them's a series. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, da- uh, well, I had to add one because Daisy Jones, I would love to read without knowing the end. Yes. Oh, I yeah. think you could reread it, but it wouldn't have Girl, the same effect that first time you I read it. I thought that that was real for like three quarters of the book. I it know. wasn't until the end I'm that I get on that Spotify and listen to this That's why music. it was one of my <laughs> favorite books because it was so believable. Oh, it was yeah. real. <laughs> um, and then Midnight Library. I would love I to not know the end. I would love that. to not know. Don't tell me the end. The big aha of that, but Harry Potter by far. Ooh, I almost picked Harry Potter. Just because I there are so many parts of it that you're like, oh, I like, and I, I, I can just, see why people got into them. Yeah, it just and I know the trans problems with J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she's, she's an actual fucking awful person. But yeah, we but, don't, we don't talk about J.K. You know about about. JK. I feel like we just did, but yeah. okay. <laughs> You know, you can imagine wizards, but not trans kids. So it's weird. You know, she's also very racist against Asian people. So you know, okay. Are you gonna name your your character Cho Chang? Get away with that, right? That's so crazy. But anyway, but it was one of those books that you're like, oh, I wish it didn't have to end. I wish it didn't. I need more. Yeah. And I want to go back to the me that didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Tara, you're, it should be one, but if you have 96, I only have one. I I guess. I only have one, and and you heard it all. (laughs) I only have one, and it's your favorite. It is? It's Twilight. Yes. Because 
It was like the first book that I read that when I was done, I was like, I really wish this was like, there were more of this. And yeah. it was the first book that like, I had never read a series of books before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if they made more of these books, that'd be awesome. There, I need more information. And it kind you know of would make this book sparked... so great? CGI babies. Shut up, Emily. What? <laughs> she's, she's kicked out of the now, podcast. It sparked my... Esme Roland. What's her name? Renez. Renezme. What? what are the words? <laughs> Renezme <laughs> Roland. Now we're shit creek. I don't know what's going on. But it sparked my whole love of like vampires. Right after that came Vampire Diaries and then True Blood. And it like sparked this whole long line of like shows and books that I like loved. Yeah. But it was the very first time that I was like, this is awesome. Like I'm really into this. And if I could like go back and do that for the very first time. You'd do it again. Awesome. I nice. would do it again in a heartbeat. That nice. would be so fun. I'm Mine is That'd kind so of fun. along the lines of yours almost. Um, because I, my Twilight experience was different than yours. I saw the movies first, or the movie first. Um, but after Twilight, you you're left, like you just said, yeah. hungry for more. And for me, that was the Divergent series. Oh yeah, it oh, was so sure. fucking Divergent good. So I want good. to start. I want to read it again. So first of all, I want to read it again with Theo James in my brain. Right. Good <laughs> night. Good Lord in heaven. Don't you have a Theo James blanket? He's my yes, I do. Yes, I have a Theo James blanket, you judgy <laughs> asshole. <laughs> His eyebrows landing I want to read just those the right place. <laughs> gobble, gobble, bitch. He's my four and my seven. Maybe seven. He's four and my seven. 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 Turkish. Seven. Possible. But yeah, when you're done reading Twilight, you're like, I want something yeah. like Twilight. Right. And Divergent was Twilighty enough where there was like a, yeah. a, you know, this group of characters. But it was like, it was a little political, yeah. a little, you know, and I just That's loved true. every part of it. And the ending is not what you would expect. I'm not right. going to give away the end. It is not wrapped up with a pretty bow. It's not. And I usually like that, but yeah. the way this book, these books are done are so, Agreed. so good. They're the movies are so well done. Are just shit on top of shit, but then Theo James is in them, so you could just listen to him on shit mute. Shit with eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> listen to him on mute. Can't hear it over the vibrator mm -hmm. anyway. Uh, Dana, your so, turn. Not to be repetitive, but... Um, Only bitch that watches a full-length <laughs> film for that. Twilight. <laughs> Extra batteries. Twilight is the one. Twilight. Twilight. And I specifically remember, I have a core memory, as Tara would say, Aww. of us in a, like, we were looking at, like, ski wear or sports wear in, like, a... Where like are a you big realize they were lost? <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> like are a you big sure you were with me? <laughs> yes. And Tara said, they're making oh, a no. movie best based on this book. You should read it. And wow. I was like, that's awesome. I'll read it. And I did. And I was like, fuck yeah. I'm so into that book. <laughs> and I read all of, all of the series like twice before the movie came out because yeah. I was so into it. I loved it so much. Um, all right, fine. I'll but read yeah, it. Twilight. But you then read it. You should it's listen to so it. Good. Everybody listen. else it really did is. more than once. So I'm just going to say. Wait, the movies I, came, then, around, then I came around. I want more than one. <laughs> 
I loved Hunger Games too. Yeah, I would. I would still today now go back and read it again. I Hunger loved Games. Hunger yeah. Games, and the Hunger Games movies are so They're good so too. Great. Yeah. yeah, the movies held up. They really a lot. did. They yeah. really did a great job with those I, movies. I mean, I have to say, I read Twilight before I saw the movie, so the first one was a little disappointing, but. The fact that I love the book so much that yeah. I'm still addicted to the movies. Like, yeah, it, I loved it, it that much. And that launched my whole um, obsession with that genre. That like, YA and dystopian, then fantasy, fantasy dystopian. Genre. I mean, I, I that's what I feel about Twilight. I my love the vampire <clears throat> fantasy. <laughs> but I also got into like vampire erotica. I don't know how Good that happened. Night. We, took a turn. <laughs> we took a turn. Nope. But did we though, eyebrows? <laughs> no, but look, I'm not talking about where he should put a stake, okay? <laughs> but if you, Midnight Sun, like if you want to know where to go from that, I Mid fucking I'm sorry. Got, Hold on. Midnight Sun is not vampire erotica. It's just from Edward's point of view. Oh, no. I don't know what book you no, no, just no. read. <laughs> No, True. no, I, ha True. I have about 200 books on my, my Kindle. That she put that in quotes? <laughs> my Kindle doesn't vibrate. <laughs> does. It was. She got the white Hers came with fuzzy handcuffs. I love books, and I was so against Kindle, but then I had a baby, and I had to breastfeed, so. Shut so I had to hold the baby. I was like, but I also want to read a book. So I was reading Kindle on my You're phone. You're reading vampire, vampire erotica? erotica? Oh, I were it? Yes. yes, absolutely was. No and I will give you all the so weird. <laughs> Divergent parenting. Awesome. I, don't, I don't know Divergent how it happened, parenting. but there are some fucking good series out. Oh, my gosh. There's so many good series. Yes. You can write well, it. I will tell you the the. <laughs> oh, no. She's going to tell you. It's She's not excited. just porn, but it's really it's just like porn. There's a storyline, okay? That's what Mike tells me every time he wants to watch porn. <laughs> I, I watch it for the photo. She's the babysitter, okay? I watch She's it for the breastfeeding. her job. <laughs> I mean, porn was, the porn part was later She's on. She's trying but to make money for her family, okay? <laughs> There was a lot of good book She's series. She's an entrepreneur. I'm telling you, poor newer. Entrepreneur. But insane. Before that, oh there was a God. lot of good series. Just I, shit. Not you, poor, you, you're not getting it back, Dana. No, it's, it's not gone. coming back. It's gone. You said you read vampire porn. You're done. It's the end. <laughs> you're not coming back from this. Close not, but I will oh, list no. the series for you guys. Do not bring up Anne Rice or Bram Stoker now. You're no, done. No, that's not. Bram Stoker. This is so much right. Exactly. It's she's so reading. much better than that. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> That's it. We took a left turn again. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> this yeah, is so did. fun for us. Thank you for listening. Good night. Good night. Bye. 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 Thank you for all the listener feedback. Drop us a line on Instagram or dstcpodcast.com to share your didn't see that coming story or comment on an episode. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>